Well, welcome, Sally. Welcome to the show. Welcome mm -hmm. to Always Real Talk. Mm -hmm. Thanks. Happy to be here. Great. And Chris, it's always a pleasure to see you again. Always. Randolph. <laughs> very neat. Welcome to Always Real Talk 2020. Let's jump right into it. You know, we can look up, pull it up on the screen. It's the election, uh, the two, uh, 2020 Democratic delegate count. I mean, what is this count telling us, Chris? I think that you can definitely see a clear path for Joe Biden in the next couple, in the next month favors him. If you look at the numbers from Super Tuesday, he won with uh, the suburbs, he won with um, college educated professionals. And when you go into states like Washington State, when you go into states like Michigan, that's really beneficial for taking for Joe Biden more so than Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders was also expected to do well with um, blue-collar workers. Joe Biden has seemed to have snatched that right out of his bucket and put it into his. So Michigan, which Bernie won a couple years ago, is going to look like a do-or-die state for him next week. So that's what you think. And Chris, I mean, you, you mean, look, we've, been, we've all been around this a thousand times. We've looked at these numbers. You know, we, we know these numbers like the back of our head. I mean, what, what do you think about this delegate count? I think um, I think this looks really, really good for Joe Biden. If you actually know what you're looking at, mm -hmm. uh, the other day that uh, Bernie actually went down in every single state from 2016. Mm -hmm. um, like he didn't improve on any numbers anywhere. Mm -hmm. um, I think that he did improve with like his Latino. Nine um, percent. But I'm not sure that I think that might be the only one, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I think there a lot of people think that California's not in yet, and that's going to come. From, they're going to come from behind, and Bernie's going to be right back where he was before Super Tuesday. I don't think that's going to happen. But even if it does. There's really nowhere to go but down from here. There's really nowhere else where he's going to like make a strong standing and be able to pick back up where he was. Well, I mean, I think the real question becomes, you know, at the end of the day, it's, two, it's a two-man race. We all know Warren's dropped out, so it's a, it's a two-person race, right? Mm -hmm. And then the question is for the Democrats, what is the path to victory, right? And mm -hmm. I don't know. You looked at the numbers. You saw in Sanders in 2016 in Minnesota, he had 60% of the vote. Now he's at 30% of the vote. Right. I mean, look at look at where he at. In Virginia, he had 35 percent of the vote. And, you know, on Super Tuesday, he had, you know, 23 percent of the vote. You so, I mean, it's kind of telling you that he is not really. And some people say one was in a race and that's mm -hmm. what hurt him because one was in a race. Right. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, what is the path to the person who is the Democratic nominee? Who is going to Chris win? I know we talked about the African-American mm -hmm. vote. I know mm -hmm. we talked about the Latino vote. I know we talked about the young vote. Mm -hmm. But let's get real. This is always mm -hmm. real talk. This is about the woman, white woman vote. Is Bernie Sanders going to be able to pull white women who voted for Donald Trump to the Democratic Party? So far, he has not. And we've seen this in the way Joe Biden has been winning the last couple of days. In states that Joe Biden spent neither a dime or a day, he has beaten Bernie Sanders. And he's beaten them based on women. He's beaten, beaten them based on people who have college degrees. These are things that you need to take out of a Republican column. And Bernie Sanders hasn't been delivering on any of this so far. Yeah. And this has been his spiel. And this has been his spiel. It's funny because I know, Sally, this is what happens, especially us in, in the minority community. <laughs> You'll say, hey, what do you think about the minorities? And sometimes people go to a non-minority and ask mm -hmm. what they think about the minority. Mm -hmm. Hey, we're talking about white women. Of course you're white women. I mean, this yeah, is real, exactly. right? It's always real talk. We keep it real. What do you spot, Sally, you're I mean, speaking what, for I mean, this is, no one's talking about this, but mm -hmm. as we know, 53% mm -hmm. of white women voted for Donald Trump. Right. And the yeah. real question is, how are you going to get white women mm -hmm. to come back to the Democratic Party mm -hmm. 
And if that doesn't happen, I don't even know what we're talking about here. Yeah. Well, obviously, um, full stop, uh, the base and the black vote is the most important thing that we have to worry about. Mm -hmm. um, but And white women are the ones who gave us Trump. Um, it, but it looks, if you look at the numbers, especially in 2018 and the Doug Jones race, I mm -hmm. think a lot of people have realized their mistake. Mm -hmm. um, I saw them called last night um, Whole Foods Moms. Mm -hmm. um, and sometimes they uh, call them like SJ of Social Justice or resistance moms, but mm. resistance moms get out, they raise money, they mm. knock doors, they organize. I mean, look at the, um, the, um, the gun sense woman, okay. moms demand more. I mean, mm. these are all white women who are terrified of Donald Trump. And mm. I think that, um, like I said, if they weren't paying attention, I think they definitely are now. And I'm, I'm optimistic that hopefully they'll come through this time. Well, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, it's, 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 a, it's a real concern, mm -hmm. right? And it's a number of different balances that have mm -hmm. to take mm -hmm. place. We all, we all know that, right? We know we have to get young people out that voted. Mm -hmm. They voted in, in 2008 mm -hmm. and it didn't really come out in 2016. How do you energize that mm -hmm. base? Clearly, you know, Bernie Sanders did not energize that base so far mm -hmm. on Super Tuesday, right? That's that's what you know, the numbers. I mean, well, the young the young folks did not come out in no, droves for well, Bernie Sanders. And if you want to be a revolutionist, and you want to be out here, mm -hmm. and you want to say you got all these young people going to vote for you, but yet a lot of young people stayed home. Well, as someone who's worked with young people, President Young Democrats have been doing um, young voter outreach. Nothing Bernie Sanders said resonated as a young voter mm -hmm. type campaign. Young voter type campaigns, you have to keep a positive message. Young vote. Young voters tend to like to believe that they are changing their world with their vote. It's a device, Bernie Sanders has a divisive aura to him. He likes picking fights. He likes being part of the establishment. Mm -hmm. And sometimes just people don't have time for that. They don't mm -hmm. want to be part of that movement, what he calls a movement. By contrast, look at President Obama. It was a, who was the last person to really capture the young vote. It was about hope. It was about change. It felt like you were part of something really magnanimous and big. And it was also peer-to-peer. -peer. You had your neighbors telling you to vote. You had your community. You had all these community meetups. I have not seen any of that so far in either campaign, either Biden's or Bernie's. And Bernie was the one who had the five-year advantage of running since April of 2015 and you saw none of it. So the Democrats in general, in order to engage, have to go somewhat to that President Obama playbook, get really grassroots really quickly and start to b build in a sense that this is important to young people. Now, it, it clearly, you know, young people, and this is interesting, Sally, I have a nephew, my nephew's 29, 30 years old. We have another one that's 26. and. So you talk to him about, you know, who you voting for, blah, 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 what's happening. Mm -hmm. He goes, you know, his number one thing is Bernie's going to my student loans going to get paid off. Mm -hmm. Right. That, that's his thing. Hey, whoever's going, even though he doesn't quite mm -hmm. believe that it's going to happen, the fact that someone's yeah. talking about it excites him. And he's young. He's about to get married. Mm -hmm. Right. He's about to have a little one. And he's saying the prenatal care yes, is something that's important to him mm -hmm. from a, a health care perspective. Mm -hmm. So he's like, hey, I don't I don't even think any of this is actually going to happen. But the fact mm -hmm. that they're talking about it, right? So on the other side, Chris, mm -hmm. my mom, yep. uh, you know, over 70 years old, mm -hmm. she's, hey, voting Biden straight down the line. Mm -hmm. Just straight yeah. Biden, that's where she is. And I said, so mom, why Biden? And she said, you know, foreign policy. And she started mm -hmm. naming all this stuff that I didn't even the think my mom was paying attention. right now. Right? Who's going to address some of that, mm -hmm. some of those things? Who's steady? Yeah. Right? And her other issue was she wanted Trump out. 
And yes. she believed mm -hmm. that Bernie, that uh, Joe Biden would be the one that could take him out. So I think that's where we're going. Are mm -hmm. people in love with Joe Biden? I'm not sure. But do they see Joe Biden as the path to victory yes. over Bernie? That's more so, you know, where you go. His, his win in Virginia, right? I mean, let's just, I mean, we, we have to, we're all political people, right? So, mm -hmm. look, if you don't win Virginia, you got to win one of the battleground states. You come back to your point, Chris. Yeah. You mentioned mm -hmm. what, Michigan? Michigan, Minnesota. Mm -hmm. Well, Minnesota, I mean, we look what happened yeah, in Minnesota. Yeah. I mean, what's left? I mean, that's a very good point. That's the real, what's very left? Good point. Um, yeah. Minnesota was probably his high watermark in the Midwest, wouldn't mm -hmm. you think? I mean, mm -hmm. it's a 6% black population, and, you know, he, um, I think he cleaned up there last time. Mm -hmm. So um, for him to do so poorly that time right now, I've heard them say, oh, that's all because of Amy. Well, that's kind of the point. I mean, the fact mm -hmm. that he was able to get Amy's support is how you win a state. So that doesn't make it not count. It kind of makes it count more. Mm -hmm. um, and to try to, um, I saw something on Twitter last night with somebody trying to extrapolate that data and apply it to like Michigan mm -hmm. and Wisconsin. Um, and they were saying, oh, well, he, he only won the black vote by like 4%, only lost the black vote by 4%. And I was like, but it's only 6% of the state. So if you're actually mm -hmm. just trying to make that scale to like M M Michigan, mm -hmm. That's that's not the same. Mm -hmm. uh, that, that's yes, not, that's different. not helpful. Totally different. No, Michigan's um, over ten percent of black voters. Right, and he did really well with um, non people of color who aren't black. I don't, yeah, know, yeah, I don't yeah, know what yeah. the demographic is for right. that, but um, right. but that is a specific uh, demographic specific to Minnesota. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, Ilhan Omar is wildly popular mm -hmm. in Minnesota, and that's not something that's gonna that's gonna take place anywhere else. It's gonna take place anywhere else. Now, mm -hmm. now let's let's go back to. I always had my prediction mm -hmm. in the first mm -hmm. show. You know, we kind of talked about you know, with where we thought things were. But if you don't win, you know, Florida, Virginia, Pennsylvania, and Ohio, mm -hmm. then why are we having this conversation, right? right. I mean, I know it's good, people like it, people get to come on TV, they get to talk about it. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, Chris, Biden just proved that he could win Virginia and win Virginia big, which Without is a very so important- so much as spending that much money. That is I don't know what- if he was he there. He went there one time. I mean, he went there one, one time. time. For me, one office. One, one office, office, one time. <laughs> right. Okay, mm -hmm. then let's go on to Ohio. Mm -hmm. uh, Sally, mm -hmm. what do you think? Do you is you know? It, I mean, I'm sure he thinks that he's got a really good chance because he has this image of you know this lunch bucket. Sally, like, is he going to win Ohio? <laughs> no, what he's is not going to win Ohio. <laughs> Bernie, no, Bernie's not going to win. Bernie's not going to win Ohio. Okay, oh. so who's he didn't gonna, win who, Ohio. He thought he could win it four years ago. So, but the question Ohio. is, who's going to win Ohio? Biden. Mm -hmm. Biden. Biden. So, Biden. I read the exits four years mm -hmm. ago in Ohio, it was almost as if they was saying, Bernie, you're crazy. Mm -hmm. What are you talking about? We understand, we, we are angry at corporate America, but we also get our jobs from there. Right. So how are you challenging this notion of, of private mm -hmm. business, private equity, mm -hmm. private interest, when most of Americans go to work at some place that's not public, but private? Mm -hmm. Okay, okay, and I got it, you know my prediction. Here we go, we're mm -hmm. in Ohio, we're in Michigan, that's the case, that's the battle, this area's gonna be, did people forget that Obama and Biden bailed out the automotive industry? No, right. I mean, I just wanna know, did, did, we, yeah. did we forget that that happened? Do you think that the people there in Michigan who rely on the automobile industry, who are all gonna be mm -hmm. losing all of their jobs, and Biden and Obama came through and bailed them out? But there was- I, I mean, I, you think people are gonna forget that? Bernie well, seems to think he can run against NAFTA and somehow tie that to Biden somehow, as if that's, you know. But Bernie has been very interesting in the way he runs ads, where he kind mm -hmm. of confused the 
the no position for a yes. Right mm -hmm. now he's running ads in Florida, he's running ads in Illinois, where you would swear he was a President Obama's best friend. Mm -hmm. And he tried to primary President Obama mm -hmm. in 2012. He has said very questionable things about President Obama even since 2016. But you see these ads that you would you would almost swear that President mm -hmm. Obama has endorsed Bernie Sanders. And he did the same thing in 2016 with the, the auto bailout. Mm -hmm. he, he voted clearly no against the auto bailout um, in various iterations of it. And then, but when he was challenged on it, he was like, well, no, 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 that wasn't my position. It was specifically for specific point amendment and whatnot. And for the time, it was able to work in Michigan. It, it, mm -hmm. it muddied the water on whether he supported the auto bailout or not. Now, he can't do that twice. He did it to uh, Secretary Clinton in 2016. Mm -hmm. Now, obviously, everyone has that playbook. Everybody knows what Bernie Sanders will do. He's a known entity. He's been running for five years now. If you weren't put on notice, you're a complete idiot. So I'm sure the Biden campaign has the playbook. I'm sure the Biden campaign has a response. Let's take a look at this ad from Bernie Sanders. Let's take a look at it. Somebody who has the virtue of saying exactly what he believes, great authenticity, great passion, and is fearless. Bernie served on the Veterans Committee and got bills done. I think people are ready for a call to action. They want honest leadership who cares about them. They want somebody who's going to fight for them. And they will find it in burning. That's right, feel the burn. I'm Bernie Sanders, and I approve this message. Of wrapping himself uh, in Barack Obama's almost sort of what sounds, it sort of makes it sound like an endorsement almost. Another Obama ad. Joy, I find this so interesting. In 2012, it was then, it was uh, Senator Sanders who noted that uh, Obama had actually been a disappointment. President Obama had been a disappointment. He hadn't gone far, far enough on a number of uh, issues and topics and said that, you know, it wouldn't be too bad if he had a primary opponent. So I find it very interesting now in this race when the polls have uh, tightened after a number of voters in this country have had their say, namely African-American voters, uh, Democrats, with whom President Obama is extremely popular, now we have another individual trying to wrap themselves in the cloak of President Obama, if you will. I think what we've seen in recent history, Joy, is that uh, ads, no matter how many ads you run, no matter how much money you spend on ads, they cannot erase uh, the facts and history. Sally, what are your thoughts on a lot of thoughts about this. Um, first of all, if he was going to do something like this, why did he wait until after Super Tuesday? Um, Good point. I, I don't know, like, obviously they didn't just cut it overnight, so it's been sitting there and they just decided they didn't need it and now they think that somehow it's going to have an mm -hmm. effect. Um, second of all, I don't think anybody's buying it or anybody that they think they're targeting with this is buying it. Um, that uh, colonnade walk was when Obama asked him to get out of the race in 2016 and he said no. <laughs> well, it's interesting. So. <laughs> I, mean, that, that, I mean, that's interesting. Now, you know, Chris, what, 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 are, you, what, what are your thoughts here? Because you... I think they thought they were going to do better with Latino voters, and mm -hmm. the numbers haven't come back as great. He's doing mm -hmm. much better than 2016. In fact, 2016, uh, Secretary Clinton kind of ran the board mm -hmm. with every demographic that looks like America and looks like mm -hmm. the Democratic Party. They've done better. I think uh, Washington Post has it at 9 percent. Uh, Bernie Sanders won 9 percent more than mm -hmm. Joe Biden in the, in the mm -hmm. Latino vote. But that's not a runaway. 
And if you're not winning as highly with uh, African Americans, where they thought they were going to do better there, and it hasn't been so the case. Uh, Jill Biden isn't doing Secretary Clinton's numbers. He's not doing President Obama's numbers, but he's pretty much near there. In Alabama, I think it was almost near 70, sorry, yeah, 72%. Yes, it was high. Well, but, but to be fair, I mean, it, this all started, and I think people mm -hmm. thought that this, I don't think people thought this was possible until Bloomberg ran his ad mm. and you know let's take a look at that a great president and an effective mayor leadership that makes a difference he's been a leader throughout the country for the past 12 years Mr. Michael Bloomberg is here well, Bloomberg started off running this ad and people you know my mother called me and said hey Obama endorsed Bloomberg <laughs> right and then after that and to be fair Joe Biden's got an ad out now let's let's take a look at Joe's ad Joe Biden, you were the first decision I made, and it was the best. It was a relationship forged in fire. Barack Obama and Joe Biden inherited a world in crisis. And together they passed the biggest economic recovery package in the history of the nation, rescued the automobile industry, made a record investment in clean energy, and passed the historic Affordable Care Act. Now we're facing a different crisis. Replace us! No one is more ready to lead America than Joe Biden. Strong, steady, stable, a statesman the world knows and trusts, a powerful voice for the middle class, a man of character and decency our kids can look up to. President Obama called him, quote, the best vice president America has ever had. The president we need now, Biden, president. I'm Joe Biden and I approve this message. As you can see, Joe has an ad too. That, and I think Bloomberg started this. And it was something you didn't see in past campaigns where you know people would throw people in. But technology and, and, and people are being very clever. Like you said, I don't think the Bernie Sanders ad was Obama saying everything at one time. It was clipped in, clipped in, clipped in, clipped in. Right, yeah. But like I mentioned, Hmm. Grandma Stan, oh man, Obama's <laughs> now supporting <laughs> Bernie Sanders. Is it's, that misleading? Do you think these ads are misleading? It's absolutely misleading, but mm -hmm. I also don't think that black people are falling for it. No. Um, I think that a lot of Bernie supporters are thinking black people are falling for it, and that's why they think it's such a great ad, but I don't, I don't think that's the kind of thing that resonates. Okay. Um, We've seen this in one iteration or the other. We've seen it in, in the 60s. It was clipped together flyers. Mm -hmm. In the 70s, it was um, posters put in our neighborhoods. Mm -hmm. This is just a modern-day version of mm -hmm. the misleading okey-doke. And African Americans are so used to being on guard from this kind of um, misleading attack ad mm -hmm. in some ways, and misleading ad in general, that I think you're gonna, the wall is gonna hit. It's gonna smack up against these voters that are used to getting false information. Now, some are gonna sure. fall for it, mm -hmm. and some falls for the Russian thing, but one of the most resistant communities was African-American women to, to these. Well, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, and, and you know, what, what we see here is that at the end of the day, there, there has to be a push to victory for Democrats. Because right, yes. I believe that as Trump is now, you know, targeting Bernie, now he's like, okay, Bernie, they're gonna throw you out, and he's targeting mm -hmm. Biden, I mean, to me, and what we see and some of the pundits are talking about is that we still haven't crossed the threshold to take President Trump out yet. And you know right? why President Trump is doing that, right? 
I mean, I know why he's doing it, but, yeah. you know, he's doing it because he wants to win. Yeah, you know, and, I mean, and they uh, wanted protest voters. We mm -hmm. had a lot of numbers of protest voters that we didn't see in 2016. The media gave this false impression that Hillary Clinton had this locked. So people felt more comfortable to sit up. People felt more comfortable to, well, let me send my message more to the DNC than mm -hmm. to to Donald Trump. Chris, Chris. Yeah? She inspired those that are all around, but it's a lot of people. And we have, this is always real talk. They, I, they, they sat at home not because they thought she was going to win. They wasn't inspired. And, well, and until, until the Democratic Party wraps their hand around that and stop acting like well, people were in love with Hillary Clinton, they wasn't, right? And we go down that road with Joe Biden, we're going to have the same you thing. a lot and spoiled a lot of people. Who inspired you before that? Who inspired you in 2004? Who inspired you in 2008? A lot of voters are routine, run-of-the-mill. This is what I do before I pay my taxes. This is what I do before I go to the post office. The vo a lot of people look for inspiration in their community. And President Obama was a once-in-a-lifetime benchmark, and to compare everybody since then is going to be a great letdown. I didn't say, well, well, well the question wasn't about inspire me. Uh, it's always real talk. People going to tweet. People going to be mm -hmm. mad at what I say. You know, black, people, black, look, black, black people came out. It was the first black president that actually yeah. inspired them. And a lot of people just came out because he was the first black president. And, and he met sure. all the qualifications. Mm -hmm. And so people I know who voted, who haven't voted since, and they voted the first time and didn't vote the second time, mm -hmm. right? But because they said, I want to be part of history, and this was a way for them to be a part of history, so they never had to tell their grandkids that they was on the wrong mm -hmm. side of history. And right? that's amazing. Okay, so we, we got that. Now we get down to 2000, and I, I say this because I think the Democratic Party, mm -hmm. if in fact they just believe mm -hmm. that, you know, they'll correct the mistakes of the past, then yep. you'll have exactly what happened again. Right. And right now, people just assume that people didn't come out to vote because they thought Hillary Clinton had it. And that's just not the case. Some people I talk to people every day down the street, they just tell me, look, they wasn't they didn't want to vote for anyone. So they didn't. They weren't inspired by Hillary Clinton. And they said they didn't like Donald Trump. So they stayed home. Now, the question mm -hmm. is, if that happens again, that is a problem. That is a problem. But I think there's two things at work here. Uh, March 2016 for Hillary Clinton, her favorability was 64 percent. By um, this is March 2015, I'm sorry. By next following year, her favorability had run down to 47 percent. She was starting to run underwater because, because of all the attack ads and mostly Bernie. Mm -hmm. There was a couple of different things in the work, so it, it's. I think we've learned some of those lessons. I think that's one of the reasons you saw a huge coalescing. Mm -hmm. I didn't think that was going to happen. I was really worried for um, Vice President Biden. But Amy Klobuchar, Pete Buttigieg, suspending their campaign, understanding what's at stake, and coming behind Biden right away was one of those lessons learned, that mm -hmm. we need to show a united front. We need to come together. Biden isn't anyone's great prize. He's not President Obama. He doesn't stand in front and speak in poetry and pose. But he is our one of our best chances to get rid of one of the most consequential and perniciously dangerous presidents that we've ever had in many different ways besides just policy. Well, I, I think they have think they got work to do. I think Democratic they Party, have a they lot have work, work to do. do. And, and as someone who's, you know, worked in the Clinton administration, you know, Bazon and worked in Clinton ninety two, ninety six, mm -hmm. Gore two thousand. Yeah. You know, you know, was Obama delegate. Mm -hmm. 
I see this all, right? Mm -hmm. And I see this train, mm -hmm. and I'm always trying to make sure that people are in front of this train because mm -hmm. I think that President Trump is could be on his way to victory oh, yeah. if within the next 60 days the Democratic Party doesn't figure out mm -hmm. how to get itself together, right? It would be stupid I, to think otherwise. People, people, are trying to, people are trying to win mm -hmm. the nomination so they're going to win the fight and lose the war, exactly. right? Yep. And I'm like, the argument, yeah, yeah, they win the argument and, win, and, yeah. and win the war. So mm -hmm. the real question becomes, and we've seen it. Everyone's mm -hmm. got behind mm -hmm. Biden. Mm -hmm. Everyone's like, seems to be. I know people, you know, Bernie Sanders people. There are a lot of them out there. They're mm -hmm. vocal, but let's be clear. I mean, Bakari Sellers was on the show, and we talked, and like Bakari mm -hmm. Sellers said, he said, look, you know, people forget that Hillary beat Bernie by three million votes. I right. mean, it wasn't even close. Three point seven. Right. Yeah. yeah. Three point seven million. He beat him by. So it wasn't even close. Right. And right now, if you look at what's taking mm -hmm. place, Joe Biden is beat him all over the place. Right. right? So yeah, with no money, that's amazing. That's and not there. Money. Like, imagine. Can you imagine. I mean, we've all been involved in political yeah. campaigns. Imagine if you didn't have to be in the state. You didn't have to have no office. You had no personnel, and your candidate <laughs> never showed up, I know. and you still beat someone that you know Imagine spent millions of dollars. Imagine being in that war room. We're like, wait a minute, we won I know, what? I, know. <laughs> I don't think they just put a job in Massachusetts. He no, didn't have an office. He didn't want an ad. Not Maine. He went there. It, it, no, it, it, well, I mean, actually, Bernie had people on the ground in Maine. And that's Warren's home state. Yeah. Well, I mean, so that um, that shows a lot. Well, yeah. so here's what I want to say. Let's go back to Obama, and let's go back to how are we going to beat Trump? Because that mm. kind yes. of goes that's where I want to go. That's what we're talking about. What is the path? All the endorsements came together. That didn't just happen organically. Um, mm -hmm. A lot of respect for Pete Buttigieg and mm -hmm. um, Amy Klobuchar for what they did, but that was Barack Obama with his pen and his okay. <laughs> sending the cavalry to, to Texas. Um, and if you didn't know that before Susan Rice endorsed, you did as soon as that happened. Right. Um, and there's a lot more where that is coming from. Mm -hmm. um, that was an endorsement without an endorsement. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people understood that. Um, a lot of times, these uh, when a narrative always emerges about you know us versus mm -hmm. them. Um, in twenty twelve, particularly when they chose Paul Ryan as a running mate, I was like, we get to run against the Ryan budget, mm -hmm. and that ended up shaping the entire campaign, and that ended up how we beat them so handily. Like that mm -hmm. just made me so happy. They thought that it was such a great pick. It was a great pick. Um, <laughs> but I think what's what's happening now, um, nobody, nobody. Because he doesn't inspire people, but nobody dislikes Joe Biden. Right, he's that. Really, really he's good a, yeah. guy. Yeah. He's like had his ups and downs. Yeah, sure. He's got such an inspirational story, and it's going to come down to: Do you want Donald Trump or this truly decent man who wants what's best for America? And I think that that's going to how, how the the race is going to take shape. And so, I think that that's going to be an easy way to beat Donald Trump if we can make that work. So the Chris, way his rivals ran Chris. to him, mm -hmm. I want to just say that mm -hmm. the way his rivals ran to him, right. because he always treated them with respect. Mm -hmm. There was no moment where he like. Like, took the gloves off or got or tried to bloody anyone up mm -hmm. that is something that right. Americans are yearning for especially mm -hmm. after four years of Donald Trump and it's it's he's running a general election campaign in the primary and that is a very smart strategy okay well I mean clearly you guys are just in love with Joe Biden <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got Joe Biden lovers in our studio but let's just back up mm -hmm. because you know, while I have a tremendous amount of respect for Joe, I think he's just this nice guy. Mm -hmm. You know, he, he, he comes across like, you know, you know, he doesn't have like a bad bone in his body. He's trying to figure it out. But we also know mm -hmm. that, I've, you know, we've seen the video. Mm -hmm. You know, if Joe talks a long time, it's very problematic. And how is the, do you think the campaign's going to be able to handle his ability to not make those mistakes that he makes that I mean I'm watching TV and he says I'm running for Senate and I'm like oh my god I mean, mean he says some things and I like Joe 
right? You mean that three seventy-year-old men has not don't say problematic things? <laughs> there, I thought about that today because. But it's very clearly that mm -hmm. it's a difference between, a, a, you know, a bunch of people in the race and what, but you know, clearly Trump says a lot of stuff, but people are so used to Trump saying whatever mm -hmm. Trump's saying. It's not. It doesn't even stick anymore, right? It's faked into president, though. I think. But 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 now it's Malarkey. being exposed, right? Mm -hmm. It's being exposed more mm -hmm. so on on Joe Biden. Not saying that he can't win, but this is always real talk. This is a problem mm -hmm. that the campaign's going to have to figure out how to deal with, and how people are going to have to figure out a message of stuff. The Joe that Joe Biden came out and for his victory speech on Super Tuesday mm -hmm. was the Joe. That's the Joe that mm -hmm. everyone right. loved, mm -hmm. right? And he kind of said some crazy stuff, but. That's Joe, right? Mm -hmm. and, and you got and it right there. That. Joe has that. some high highs, some significantly mm -hmm. great um, warm moments. He has amazing speeches. He has amazing times when he wins the debates. The other two candidates in the race, I have yet to see them even meet that benchmark. And it might be a case of, you know, being the tallest man in the room amongst benches. Are you talking about the debates? About um, either the debates, he won the last debate. There you go. Oh, did you watch all the? You watched mm -hmm. all the debates, right? I, no, not all the debates. Okay, I was going to say because I, I don't he think he won win. all the debates. No, so no, I wouldn't okay. know. I would never say he yeah, won all the debates. I, mean, I don't know if debates and his going to be his strong point. But no, I'm saying it's almost like you're asking to be the tallest man in a room full of very short mm -hmm. men. Just, <laughs> I won't use any words. Um, Joe has his moments, and those moments are spectacular. They're presidential. They're at the highs. If we're talking about Bernie Sanders and Donald Trump, I have yet to see moments where they have displayed magnanimous gratitude and, and showed those um, thousand points of lights moments. Mm -hmm. And so if the, if the competition would have been maybe a Kamala Harris or Warren, maybe then we, we have a conversation. We may be changing, if you're a team, Joe, you may be changing to just to those two. He may not be the greatest at staying on focus, but in this room, in this competition that he's going into, I think he's better than the other two. Okay, well, I, and, and the good thing about it mm -hmm. is time will tell. Yeah. Right? Time will definitely <laughs> tell. Um, when, when, when now, let's move towards the next hurdle, right? Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, my sense, you mentioned earlier that you know, you know, Obama's probably making phone calls. Mm -hmm. Susan Rice endorsed. Mm -hmm. You know, I think it's all a turn. At the end of the day, Clyburn delivered. Congressman Clyburn is a political genius. And all 22 Democratic nominees who were there, they know it. In 04, he picked John Kerry, and he became the nominee. In 2008, he picked Barack Obama, and he became the Democratic nominee. In 2016, endorsed Hillary Clinton, and she became the Democratic nominee. We all know that President Obama became the president, and Kerry and Clinton became Secretary of State. Clyburn is 3-0 and for picking Democratic nominees, so there's no wonder that 22 people running for the Democratic nomination were present and all wearing those blue Clyburn shirts. So this weekend again, it proved that Congressman Clyburn is still the man in this country, and more so when it comes to South Carolina. Yes. And when Clyburn delivered, everyone else got on board. Mm. And I'm going to say Clyburn delivered, which he did. Oh, absolutely. But let me say, that changed everything. African-American yeah. older women stood mm -hmm. up and mm -hmm. said, I'm looking what everyone's saying, and I'm still going with Joe. Mm -hmm. And when they sent that signal, that exactly then right everyone, I mean, yeah. it was almost like when Calls Obama, when Obama yeah. won yeah, South Carolina, 
then that's when people of color said, that's when people of color also said, oh, he can win. And they came out and supported him because they said, you know, we went to the Mm -hmm. polls and they voted for him and they showed, all right, we can win the country. Is this that that type of moment? And the same thing happened, I think, in reverse. Mm -hmm. um, Everybody was waiting to see what black people were going to do in Mm -hmm. South Carolina. And when it was so definitive, Mm -hmm. then everybody said, oh, okay, so this is what we're doing now. So not Mm -hmm. only did he sweep the black vote, Mm -hmm. um, a lot of white people stepped up and did that too. They said that like something like, uh, Democratic participation was half what the Republicans was on mm-hmm. Sunday because they, as they mail it all in, right. um, everybody was waiting to see what happened in yeah. South Carolina. Yeah. And I've been saying, you know, ever since 2008, South Carolina decides. Yes. Anybody who doesn't understand that South Carolina decides doesn't understand Democratic politics. Well, yeah, they decided mm-hmm. then, but then mm-hmm. you turned around in Texas. You know, I mean, Biden did very well in Texas. Mm-hmm. That's what right. I'm saying. I mean, and then he went with California. Mm-hmm. I mean, for the late vote, where yeah. people mm-hmm. were saying, "Oh, let me right. see what I'm going to do," and I made the decision. Right. So I, let's just assume. Let's and assume. Let's assume this is a Biden-Trump race. I know I'll get right. Bernie folks in the studio and they'll give me their their, their opinion. And, and by the way, wait, I want to say one really strong point, and, okay. and Sally is really saying it. And this is something that Sally has said, and I and I have said, and even you have said. Where is your black staffing before the day you run for president? Where are the people who are working in your campaigns? Where are the people who are working in your offices? The, re- the, the reason the path was limited for Amy Klobuchar and Pete Buttigieg is because they didn't have a ingrained community knowledge of mm-hmm. the black community before they decided to run. They could have been amazing people, but you cannot ask the African-American community for their vote the day you decide to right. run for office, the week you decide, even the year you decide. Yeah, you have point. to build that relationship going in. And so for everybody who's out there planning on running in 2024, mm-hmm. 2028, who's in your office? Who's working there? Who do you have on staff right now? And who are you building mm-hmm. those relationships with right now? I mean, actually, that's a great point. And it mm-hmm. always comes back to Amy wouldn't mm-hmm. even meet with Roland Martin. I mean, it took, you know, she wouldn't mm. even meet with the black press. So I was thinking, well, how are you going to win and talk to black people? And when he talked mm. to black press, shout out to Roland Martin for, mm. you know, jumping mm. on board and holding people accountable to make sure the black press has a, has a, has a woman to a seat at the table. I will mm. say, they were, um, Amy and, um, I, I didn't, I've kind of tried to stay, like, not having the first choice, mm. but Amy and Pete were in my top ones, but I'm not mm. going to defend um, their outreach to the black community because they both not, they both have done a terrible job. I don't want to say a terrible job, they haven't done it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, but I, I'd yeah. like to think that after this, they have both seen that you can't run a Democratic campaign the way mm-hmm. that they did. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have four years now. They're both young. They both mm-hmm. have a bright future. They can live to fight another day. They have four years to not do what Bernie Sanders did and actually mm-hmm. change things and build that relationship exactly. um, and then be a much stronger candidate when they have the opportunity. Exactly. Well, I will say this. Even from a communication perspective, mm-hmm. we started off about a year ago, always we'll talk. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you know, Bernie Sanders, uh, 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 communications director Simone, you know Simone mm-hmm. very well. She came by. She came by. She former talked to me. Bernie former Bernie. Former Bernie. I know, but a former Bernie. Mm-hmm. Now with Biden. She's not with Bernie but, anymore. What's the reason? <laughs> you guys are really beat up Bernie today. I mean, you guys are really <laughs> jumping on him. But she, she. But my, my point is, she came by. She came by here. We she talked. We had a great. Yeah. We had a great conversation. We didn't, you know, jump on camera. But she came by. She heard some great things we're doing. She came by. She wanted to see what we're doing. And uh, but it was that type of small touching mm-hmm. of different folks that's needed in the in, in exactly. campaign in order to, to win. I'm moving past, you know, it's I want to talk about, I want to talk about who can beat Donald Trump. You say Biden, so we're there. Mm-hmm. We don't want to go talk about Bernie. We'll stick mm-hmm. with Biden. Mm-hmm. Now let, let's start, let, let's, let's mm-hmm. end on this Biden-Trump matchup. Okay. Right? Because that's what people are, you know, that's what people are talking about. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, how well, does Biden beat Trump in 
Ohio. He starts today. That's what he needs to do. We have, we still have a today, primary. You today know, it's late, isn't it? Hey, well, we got to go forward. It's in two weeks, right? It's, mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, so is Biden going to beat? Um, is Biden going to beat Bernie in Ohio? Yes, yes, he yes. is. But we need the one thing I said that I regretted in 2016, and I even said it in February of 2016, is that we needed a long period between the primary and the general. Mm -hmm. we, turn, we turn around from July and expect to run the same level and same mm -hmm. intensity that we ran for two years. Our primaries are getting longer. We need almost, a, we need to, in fact, if the Democratic Party is listening now, they need to consider short, figuring out a way to shorten the primaries. So right now, as it would be behoovent, it would be important for us to start our organizational um, buildup right now. Mm -hmm. That includes our legal defense. That includes our um, strategic mobilization. That includes voter registration. That includes even testing these systems. It took five hours for people to vote in, ten in Texas, um, seven hours in California. This is ridiculous. And, the, and one of those is a blue state. So we have to, as Democrats, understand when our people can vote, we can win. We have mm -hmm. to address that right away. You shouldn't have to, what I saw is you shouldn't be extraordinary. You shouldn't have to be the guy who waits seven hours mm -hmm. to vote. Oh yeah, right. And, right. and I'm just trying to, once again, mm -hmm. you have a lot of young folks not going to wait out there for mm -hmm. seven hours. No. They're wait out for five hours. Some people mm -hmm. get off work and they're trying to get to the polls and, an and they want to be vote. Yeah. yeah, they like, hey, I'm, I'm kind of I'm I'm out of here. But I mean, I want to still go back to, you know, the economy's doing great. Mm -hmm. I want to go back to the unemployment numbers are yeah. low. I want to, you know, I want to go right. back to, you know, things are, aren't, you know, bad economically. No. In, in this country. But the and stock people, market rallied yesterday mm -hmm. when the Super Tuesday numbers yeah. came out. Well, I mean, it's, it's also, I mean, you know, depending on how you spin it, right? Mm -hmm. Because some people say, oh, they did it because, you know, it looks like Joe's going to win. They figured out the stock market went up, right? Mm -hmm. Then some people are going to say, no, they got, they got their hands around the corona, coronavirus. Have we? And, well, mm -hmm. it's about money, though, too, Chris, mm -hmm. right? Everyone's sold. What's the best time to buy when things are low? Mm -hmm. So, of course, people are going to dump money in the market mm -hmm. because now they see all these good right. buys. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you're on the Republican side, you say one thing. Mm -hmm. On the Democratic side, you say one thing. Everyone says whatever, right? But at the end of the day, why are people going to go vote for Joe Biden and not Donald Trump? And the reason why I'm asking that mm -hmm. question is because there are a lot of people in the studio and they gave me all these reasons mm -hmm. that, you know, Donald's a sexist, Donald's a mm -hmm. racist, the president's a racist, mm -hmm. da, 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 and people are tired, they're tired of how he acts, they're tired of how he tweets, and we got to get him out well, there. So that tells me that you believe that some of the Democrats believe that, that, that President, I mean, uh, Biden or Bernie mm -hmm. is going to win based on morality. Mm -hmm. Can you win the presidency based on morality? Let me give you a pocketbook reason. I'll get back to my question. I'll get off my mm -hmm. question. Yeah. Can the Democratic win, nominee win the presidency on morality? I think it'll give you a differential. I don't think it's going to win the day. But let me give you a pocketbook reason. A couple, what is it, two years ago, there were a bunch of farmers in the Midwest couldn't get their crops to market, couldn't get the workers that they needed. Some of them, there was... Uh, committing suicide, some of them were at economic society, they had to do a bailout for those folks. Now, President Trump hasn't been as volatile since those early days in his office, but that nervousness about what he can do is still there. And what he can't, one day he tweet, 
I hate Apple stock. And then Apple stock, if you work at Apple, will be going down. The number one company in the United States, the number one employer, will just rally to the floor because of his erratic behavior. I think at this moment, he is, what is he, is that 50% of likability? First of all, his likability is up. Mm -hmm. The economy, I hear what you're saying. Yep. Oh, it's going to, the economy's up. Like people are the making more money. The economy's steady. Uh, but it's, 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 it's steady. It's a 401 case. I mean, you talk to the average person, they're doing, they're doing better. They're the not suffering financially. Steady, and there's people in certain communities that still haven't felt what they should feel mm -hmm. in terms of being a part of the economy. Exactly. But factually, the economy is steady and going up. Factually, his approval numbers have went up. Factually, unemployment is at an all-time low in African-American community, Hispanic community, and Asian community. Oh, no. Those, and, those, those, are all, those are all factual numbers, right? So given that that's facts, mm -hmm. you know, what's on the table outside of I hate Trump? No, that, is, that is not the appeal. Um, and I don't discount that. In fact, I look at that when I looked at who's from the Democratic side is putting up as a nominee. I think Trump's erraticness is what is really working against him, and you so saw that goes back to morality then. Uh, well, because some, some people, I mean, to really say he's not a moral person, he acts this way, he says this stuff. In a sense he's, of trust, right? Yes. Yes. Right. So you believe that you know Americans are going to go and vote morality over their pocketbooks? No, that but it ties into their pocketbook. If he one day decides to say, "I'm closing all our borders," that mm -hmm. affects your money. Well, that's that an affects assumption. what you pay. No, but, last, but we've the last, seen over, him do over that the, over the last four. And I'm only paying double advocates. Yeah, yeah. no. Over the, over the last four years, we started off saying that this was going to happen when mm -hmm. he won. Mm -hmm. None of that has happened. Well, the trade, Ooh, the trade war happened. happened. I mean, but some people What's say, happened? well, okay, let's let's then let's go back. And up it really did let's, affect. Let's, let's let's go back up to Michigan. I mean, some of these trade wars with China is going to definitely benefit mm -hmm. some uh, some American factories out here. So, I mean, that, uh, is that the argument that the Democrats want the to go into? The trade wars with China actually put a lot of people out of business. There's actually a lot of people at home because of some of the things that President Trump is the has done. Is the economy up? The economy is up. Okay. Or I, steady. I wanna, wanna, but the economy began being steady from- Is unemployment from down? The economy is steady. Is unemployment down? It's steadily down, yes. Okay, so what do you- But hold on, this trajectory started under President Obama. But see, you keep going, I mean, but you and I know, and, and I agree- It's not a winning I, argument. I, I, it's yeah. not a winning <laughs> argument. I'm just trying to figure out- Right. Talk, well, talk, I, talk to me, Sally. I, I mean, think, I think uh, she and I are on the same page with this, um, but what I want to say is, Things might be doing well, but is there any reason to think that they wouldn't be as do as well with Biden as president? I mean, I think that if you're you might worry about Elizabeth Warren being president and messing up with the economy, but I don't think anybody thinks Joe Biden's going to come in there and do something drastic that's going to change um, that situation for for everybody. So, so, um, so, so is your point that a Biden will keep things steady? Yeah, that return to normal, normalcy. You asked what the message was. A return what? to normalcy. That's what I'm seeing from everybody. Like mm -hmm. people just want um, to right the ship and put America back the way it was. Nobody wants these big swings. You know, um, I don't think like, people don't want to take a risk right now. They want somebody that they can trust, that they can look to, that's mm -hmm. going to like give them comfort. I don't think we can overstate how this coronavirus is such a wild card. Um, it is. It may, it may not be bad, but the, this has the potential to be like something we've never seen. Um, and Trump is definitely, I don't think anybody, just because it might be okay, doesn't mean that he's someone that you trust to make sure that it's okay. Well, hold on. Well, let's, let's, that, let's, that, 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 let's, let's step back though, Sally. Mm -hmm. Let's step back because, you know, I got you know, I got to be here to, to represent mm -hmm. both sides here. And there are people that are saying that he, he didn't act fast enough, but he acted faster than 
Obama take off my strategist hat and put on my government hat. I was in the Department of Health at the time, the department that we worked on the Ebola crisis. President Obama worked on that immediately. The coordination between global all the way down to the community was almost instantaneous. It was immediate. The issue, um, he, the how containment. Long, let me ask you a question though. How long did it take for Obama? Because this is what people are mm -hmm. saying, and I want you to address mm -hmm. it. They're saying that it took Obama how long before he declared an emergency uh, crisis? I don't think that's how pandemics I mean, work. I'm saying, but that's, Th that's that, not how pandemics I, I, work. I agree with you, but yeah. right now, one of the what the candidates are saying is that the President Trump did not act fast, commit, say, emergency fast enough. He said something about a hoax, and he didn't take it serious, and he didn't act fast enough. He acted in, I think, three weeks. L let's refrain. And, call, and called it a merit. I'm let's just saying, use, this was out use, there. So let's, let's, use, let's use health and terminology. So it's based on epidemiology. It's right. based on whether the virus has an ability to communicate, um, to spread. When the health system said that it was a time to declare it an emergency, President Obama declared it an emergency. What we're seeing in some cases here from President Trump is that he is lagging behind what our health systems would have recommended. There, You still see these um, visuals where he's on communication with his own people and they have to stop him and bring him back to what the proper talking points are, what the t proper realities are about how the virus spreads, um, how it can be communicated. It's taking him a little longer and there is no left response or right response. It's just a presidential response. And you're not seeing him get the gravity of it even mm -hmm. up to yesterday. So we're, so we're saying that, you're saying that his, his response is what? His response is to still push it off, to still worry about political. the political impact. There is no such thing in this moment. Mm -hmm. We are all Americans. We're all part of the global community. And to get ready to get a pandemic response plan in place where from the top levels of government understand what's happening at the community health center when you present should be have already been communicated. Mm -hmm. And I wish nothing but the best. He's my president in this moment. He's my president at this point. But I'm listening to him and I'm not hearing the things where people can feel assured. And this has nothing to do with left or right. I'm listening to him and he still doesn't even understand that someone doesn't go to work the next day after you have you're, you're, yeah. you, you believe that you have this virus. Mm -hmm. And that makes me nervous in a way that I have not been nervous since 2016. He, this, yes, he's definitely and recommending that people go back to work and he disputed the World Health Organization's numbers. He just straight up said, I don't believe that number. Um, he tweeted it, and I think he also said it on TV, and that's just not something that I, any president. It's not an appropriate way to handle. Well, I mean, it doesn't believe in global warming <laughs> yeah. either. So I mean, it's, well, I mean <laughs> so, so which is you know mm -hmm. going back to the point mm -hmm. was how does a Joe Biden beat Donald Trump in a very simple way that Grandma and Auntie and Uncle can just clearly get it? Now, some people want Trump gone, and uh, they're going to vote. They would vote for Mickey Mouse. If Mickey Mouse was on the ballot versus <laughs> Donald Trump, they would vote Mickey Mouse. We got that, right? Mm -hmm. Then, because so the fight is not for the left, no. right? The fight is for the independent. Right. The fight is for the conservatives that want to see something different based on what they're experiencing. The fight is for some uh, to energize mm -hmm. some of the mm -hmm. folks on that are liberals, but still get them. To, right. to come vote, right? The so, Obama Trump voters is that yeah. the, the Obama the five Trump million or so who yeah. voted for him. So there you go. How do you how do you, 
how does Vice President Biden do that through messaging from a communication perspective? Well, I think um, in 2000, 2016, mm -hmm. um, there was all this, both parties are the same, and you know, Trump was mm -hmm. kind of a TV star, and everybody thought, mm -hmm. oh, you know, he'll, once he's in office, he'll moderate, and he'll be a normal, a normal president. Um, so this was all theoretical. It was foreseeable, but this was all theoretical in mm -hmm. 2016. And now we've had four years of seeing exactly how this plays out with him in charge. Um, so I don't think it's going to be as hard to say, hey, is this what we really want? Uh, and like I said, Biden's strength and his dis his um, dignity is just such a striking contrast to that. And be like, you know, I can put things back and, and get the country going back in the right direction. I think that's going to be the message that we put out there. And I think this time we have receipts on uh, the ways that Trump, that, like I said, it was theoretical before, but now we can point to all the things that he's done um, that are not what we want for this country. I have to give credit to Sally because she mm -hmm. said this a million times to not learn the wrong message. And it was clear if you read 2016 exits, mm -hmm. the perceivable moderate in that race mm -hmm. was perceived to be Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. 2016, it was all there in the, the, mm -hmm. the work in Ohio, in mm -hmm. sw other swing states. He was perceived to be the moderate steady hand mm -hmm. against a more radical, more leftist Hillary Clinton. Um, he can't say that in 2020. And Joe Biden has walked a very, very even keel line. He's not the perfect man for the moment, but he's the right man for the moment. And he, he comes off as someone who's been there, who's known the job, who was with President Obama when he did some of the great President Obama things. He's going to be able to at least do one thing for the American people, be a steady hand in times of crisis. But do you think that's enough? Do you think I a steady hand in times of crisis? I, you said what, what's that, a good message. Well, it's, I mean, hold I mean, on, you said I mean, what's I mean, a good it message. It has to be a winning message, right? Yeah. Do you think that's a winning message? I think it's a good message. Well, Democrats who voted for... I don't think that's enough. Okay, well, Democrats who voted for Donald Trump now vote for... Joe Biden? I think in Moderates? 2018, uh, we, I think we saw in 2018 right? that mm -hmm. there was a, some deep regret, particularly in this like, you know, suburban, what is it, Whole Foods Moms mm -hmm. demographic, um, that they are trying to make up for it. Um, so, I you believe, so you believe people are going to vote, and I didn't mean to cut you off, but mm -hmm. you believe people are going to vote against their pocketbook. I can't, well, I don't think it's, I don't, I don't, no. see, I don't see that argument we, then, at all. Pocketbook, the pocketbook's doing well right now. Right. Yeah, but we haven't put that on the table. We're mm -hmm. saying we're going to keep the ship steady with good policies that are inclusive. So we're, yeah. we, you're not... Well, that's what you're saying, but, that, but when it comes to them debating, it's, it's going to be some real, you know, they got to have some difference. If you're saying everyone's the same, then how are you... If well, if 2018, if people didn't believe that there should have been change, there wouldn't have been as much change as we mm -hmm. saw, and we saw it around the country in sweeping, right. in sweeping numbers. So people are happy with certain things about the economy and certain mm -hmm. things, and I even know it's not winning, but I want to point that came from President Obama. What we need to keep steady is a steady economy, but we're also going to be the steady hand in the storm. We're going to be the decency that you haven't been able to see. You're, you're, every time uh, President Trump goes overseas and represents America, his numbers falter here and there. Americans are not necessarily happy with the representation. And we, as Americans, feel like we're Number one. Chris, mm -hmm. his approval ratings have went up. Went up and in these it, last couple of days. No, it's mm -hmm. went up in the mm -hmm. last 30 days. Mm -hmm. yeah. Last 30, 60 days. Is pre I mean, we have the numbers. Mm -hmm. I, I, I That's have true. His, I numbers, his numbers went went up. He was in the tank, mm -hmm. and now his numbers are with 50%. Yeah, so, I mean, so people, if his approval numbers are going up mm -hmm. at a time when we were saying, hey, we need to get rid of someone who people, clearly some people, think he's doing better. Mm -hmm. 
I think the message can't be the steady hand because people are now uh, like what he's doing. Whatever he's done over the last mm -hmm. 60 days, people like it. Well, I think people are, like, the sense that I'm getting is people are like, oh, great, They're, but I don't think anyone's thinking that he's doing it. They're like, oh, yay, things aren't terrible today. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think that anybody trusts that these are happen this is happening because Trump is making good policy or making good decisions and that's why the economy is doing well. I think that that's just what's happening. I don't think a, a Biden has policies that are perceived as going to wreck the economy like some other Democrats who are running. So I just don't see, you know, my 401k is not going to do well under Joe mm -hmm. Biden. Is not. I don't see how that's going to resonate. And I don't see any, any pockets of Hillary voters who are then going to turn around and now vote for Trump. So they might stay home, but I can't imagine. I think they would turn out. There'd be more turnout, especially in the black community, for Joe Biden than there was for Hillary Clinton. Um, if only just because we've gotten a handle on some of the voter suppression since 2016. So I think that we're not. I don't see a lot of movement from Democrat to Republican. I think it's all moving our way. Um, now I, I don't have specific numbers on that, but I just I just can't imagine who is so disillusioned with with the Democratic Party that they're now going to vote for Trump. It just doesn't make sense. Well, I'm just saying right now, mm -hmm. his approval numbers are going up, right? right? His approval numbers are going up. So yep, whatever no. we say, yeah. oh, people don't like this, they don't yeah. like that. Somehow, well, some people like something because the numbers are going up, right? Everybody and likes money we, in their pocket. Everybody yep. likes money in their pocket. We got to, we got to, and, and I have to, you know, represent all these different issues. Mm -hmm. because, no, I agree. You know, you know, well, no well Bernie, we'll have good. Bernie folks on. They mm -hmm. can come yeah. on. They can give their, whatever they yeah. have to say. We invite them on the show. Come talk yep. about what they want to talk about. And by the way, no one But I think that Joe still got some things, some hurdles to overcome, right? The vice no, president has a bunch of yeah. hurdles to overcome. He has mm -hmm. to overcome the banking industry because, I mean, right now what Bernie is going to do, and we saw it earlier today, he started talking about it. Mm -hmm. He said there's some explanations that Joe's going to have to answer, some questions that he's going to mm -hmm. have to answer. He, he said it, I think, uh, on, on, a, on, a, on, a, on his conference that he laid out. The banking industry is mm -hmm. one. His, 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 his stands on, on the wars, too. He came up with like four or five different mm -hmm. things that people really care about and he said Joe's gonna have to answer that question and I would you and love I know but you and I know Joe has the ability to answer the question mm. and Joe has the ability to mess up the question yeah so the question is what Joe is going to show up mm. to answer that question mm. and that is going to really start to define where, he is. where we well how we get there mm. we know he has mm. the ability to answer the question correctly mm. we've also seen him take a simple question and tear it up. And I think that's what the Bernie campaign is is wants to expose. Which which vice president former vice president are you getting? And I um, I put it's my best question center. of discipline. Yeah. Um, I think Biden has gotten better. Um, mm -hmm. or maybe he's just gotten to where he's somebody's gotten his attention. Um, he's a completely different candidate in the last, you know, ten days mm -hmm. than he has been before. Um, Bernie Sanders isn't particularly disciplined either, so mm -hmm. I don't know that um, he, he does just as bad in um, so so these are, this is a really good point, but I want to go back to, like, all this just involves vetting. Let's talk about Biden's past positions. Let's talk about mistakes he's made in the past. Yep. That's all baked in. You know, this we know Joe is the hashtag, and I think that's kind of brilliant. Like, he might make a gaffe. He might stumble. He might say the wrong thing. He might, you know, do something that, you know, embarrasses you when it's your uncle. Um, but people know him, and they go, oh, that's Joe. He doesn't really mean it, you know, and, and I think that, like I said, it's baked into his candidacy in a way that Bernie Sanders still has a lot of skeletons in his closet that hasn't come out, and they're trying to do the same thing to Biden. There's nothing out there people don't know about Joe Biden. Right, but I mean, I, I, I'll just say that, you know, <laughs> mm -hmm. is, is uh, one of my Republican friends mm -hmm. who came on the show, and mm -hmm. he said, yeah, you know, everyone knows Joe. It's just something Joe's going to do. He doesn't mm -hmm. mean it. He just kind of says it, right? Right, right Chris? But they're going to say, hey, 
President Trump, he doesn't mean it. That's just what he says. He, well, and he, just, he, he just he just he just says mm -hmm. some things sometimes. So we have two people running for president that just three. says uh, two or three or whoever's mm -hmm. running. Well, I'm talking about two people running. It'll be a Democrat, it'll be a, it'll be a Republican running, and and uh, both of the, uh, both of our candidates that mm -hmm. we possibly can choose just say things because that's just who they are and they really don't mean it. That's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting how that role, how it plays out. Who gets to the mind of that's, that undecided voter looking at that? But that's the field right now. Even if Bernie wins, we got somebody else who's undisciplined and, and says the wrong thing. So like, if you're like, if, you are if, just <laughs> on it. I mean, I'm just talking about Joe Biden. No, I mean, I, of you, course, you, you compared to two people, and I'm trying to compare to three. Like the alternative to Joe doesn't change that situation. Well, we know Bernie's going to say whatever Bernie's going to say. He's going to praise Castro before before Florida votes. That should yes. tell you what kind of candidate he is. You know. Um, I like this sister <laughs> Sally. Sister Sally's going to. I mean, what are, you know, what are, what are your thoughts that about was that, actually Chris? My thoughts, like uh, today, um, I was looking at Twitter before I came on, and mm -hmm. I think some of the Bernie surrogates were trying to raise issues about Joe on um, gender and Joe on race, and everything I kept thinking about is like every statement that you are bringing against Joe, applies. you applies equally, yes. if not worse, to. Bernie. So, um, so he said about abortion in 1983. Right. And I was like, do you really think this is something that black voters are going to care or women are going to care about? Or I mean, that the fact where you have Bernie mm -hmm. in his file on abortion, right. on gender politics, on things like that. We're in the mainstream right now. We have one 75-year-old man, another 78-year-old man, another 76-year-old we, we, we got three 70-year-old white men running for president. So, That's what we have. And, so and, it's you know, baked in yeah, that have, they're yeah. going to have problematic yeah. issues in their history. If we didn't want this issue, we would have nominated one of the 25 other people that ran for president. It's not like we lacked a number of choices. Mm -hmm. So I think voters have come to say, like, okay, we understand who we have in these people. We're looking at other things. Mm -hmm. Not that those things aren't important, right. but we're looking at other things. And there could be any one of these gaps could be like a fatal gap in a way that like mm -hmm. not just kind of bumping around on the margins. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, back to Trump. I mean, Trump didn't have this history. We could go and pull his votes from in like 1987, mm -hmm. or like clips from a hearing where he, you know, mm -hmm. um, wasn't at his best. And now we do have those receipts. So you know, what I mean, he had an advantage where nobody really knew how he was going to perform in these situations. But everyone and knew President Trump before. I mean, he was they knew they, they, the, theoretical the, though. And, yeah, you know, they knew like, they knew the television star. They didn't know mm -hmm. the New Yorkers that they, we knew. But they knew the New York. They knew no, New York they guy. didn't. Look how look how Bloomberg went down once you knew him from a different person point of view. Bloomberg, the philanthropist, was very ready to about to clean up on Super mm -hmm. Tuesday. Then New Yorkers were like, wait a minute. Then New York, the mayor, uh, Bloomberg, mm -hmm. the mayor, came into the race, and then he went below the, the uh, favorability threshold. So bringing Trump as who he was in New York and who he is as president, it was a little different of well, a game. Well, I tell you what, now that Biden is the front runner, now that Biden is all eyes on Biden, because I mean, when I, all eyes were on Biden early on, when he was the front runner going in Ohio, mm. and they boom, 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 boom. I remember was watching mm. and loved Biden. Everyone loved mm -hmm. Biden. Biden, 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 Biden couldn't stop Biden. One gaffel, and everyone hated Biden. It was no more Biden. He went down the toilet somewhere, and everyone else rose. And then next thing you know, come along, come by, they could come home to Joe. Mm -hmm. So I'm just, you know, you know, are we going, you know? Which one we're getting, right? Mm -hmm. When that fire and that pressure is yeah. on you, 
we've seen everyone yeah it's take a cat a scan for the soul as it's described and as. now that spotlight is back mm -hmm. on the vice former vice president mm -hmm. to perform and we will see how he will do and, and, and now he has to be disciplined in a way he hasn't been. He has to get money to the campaign as before he didn't have. He has to now run because everything is on the line. Everything's on the line. I mean, mm -hmm. when, Bernie had to, when Bernie was the front runner, oh my goodness, the lights got, got on Bernie real quick. And next thing you know, people start picking up phones, people start calling, mm -hmm. people, and Bernie was gone, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, think about it. You're going to get a tweet. You're going to get several yeah. tweets for saying he's Jim gone. No, I'm, no what, I'm saying, what, what I'm saying is that when Biden had mm -hmm. the pressure on him, he didn't do well in the pressure. Iowa slipped away, New Hampshire slipped away. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I mean, and then as soon as as soon as Mayor Pete had the pressure mm -hmm. on him, you know, his stuff slipped wow. away. Then we came down, and Joe's back up, and it was, and then Joe's mm -hmm. now, you know, Bernie had the lights on him because he was like supposed to do very well and. Well, Super Tuesday, and he's supposed to try to figure out how to mm. lock this thing up. The pressure was on him. Mm. Next thing you know, Biden is, he, he's down. I mean, so, you know. That's the calendar, though. And it is the calendar. I was in Iowa for Biden, and he was basically running it. I mean, they had a really good staff there and an infrastructure, but it was all people like me, volunteers who flew out there and, and knew what we were doing and ran caucuses. He wasn't trying to win. He was just trying to kind of, those weren't states where he was going to do well no matter how much he had invested. Yeah. And it was, I think it was very smart of him not to, I mean, it was a bad kind of media narrative for a couple of weeks, but it was very smart of him not to like spend money on something that wasn't going to. Is it Biden? Yeah. Oh yeah, no. I, no I, so I, I, I don't think he even look at that and be like, oh, he you know messed mm -hmm. up in those states or did poorly mm -hmm. when he barely even he didn't make a lot of effort. I don't really consider those. But like, you were huge there. Losses. If right. I'm sitting at home and right. I'm just going, I'm just getting on the bus and going to work every day, mm -hmm. and I turn on one of these channels. I'm just telling you what the average right, no, is. Right, and I shit. understand that, and that it, it's a difficult thing. We all just kind of had to wait it out until we got to South Carolina. Right, right, and right. Some, some tough, um, and tough it. weeks for all of us. But, but for the DNC now, away. Iowa mm -hmm. may be rechanged. Oh, yeah, I think, that, yeah. I, think, I think this is the last Iowa caucus that, um, that leads. will be the way. That, yes, exactly. So, mm -hmm. And I feel bad for the people of Iowa, but... Mm -hmm. It was a good run. Is, is it, <laughs> why is it because it didn't come out the way people wanted it to come well, out? No, it's just not a very good system at all. You can right. do a whole show on this, actually. Yeah, yeah, the whole show. Mm -hmm. In fact, just what other, folks in Iowa, I know they might yeah. be like... Oh, other, I mean, I no, previous agree. campaigns have said the same thing. Yeah. It's like putting no. millions of dollars on the, on the front porch and setting it on fire. Yeah, so, so, I don't understand that Iowa is the highest um, concentration of college graduates of any yeah, state in the country. I don't think it people is. understand yeah. that. Mm -hmm. Um, and they also kind of are professional caucusers, if that makes yeah. sense. They've been doing this for so long, but again, that's another show. Obama but, knew that um, very well, mm -hmm. and they figured it out very well. Obama and, started three years early with the living room. Yeah. There's living room, come yes. over and yeah. let's talk about Barack Obama. I mean, it was and a I beautiful thing. And I think President Obama saved Iowa because before that, right. people were even thinking in 2008, 2004, remember yeah, DC right, right. We wanted to move Iowa off mm -hmm. the map. Off the and map. It, because Iowa gave President Obama his start, I think it gave mm -hmm. them a reprieve, but it's very. Well, it's over now. But it just changed the world by what just happened in the Democratic mm -hmm. primary. I think it's, it's, it's yeah. over. Right. I think Iowa's over. Right. Mm -hmm. God bless Iowa. We love you guys, mm -hmm. but I think that's going to be over. Let's mm -hmm. now let's we're going to end on this note. Mm -hmm. We got the delegate count coming. Yes. We have states that are coming up. Right? We always like predictions here at Always mm -hmm. Real Talk. Yeah. What do you have in Michigan? I didn't come prepared with numbers, but I, I sometimes Just give do. me your heart. Give me um, your heart. You know, give me that gut. Give me that I think, Sally I think gut. Biden's going to blow it out. I don't think, I think Bernie's going to... Double digits? Yeah. Yeah. I don't, okay. I don't think Bernie's going to do nearly as well as he did What do you time. have? I think Biden's going to win it, but I'm thinking it's close just because of Michigan is close to where he's been setting up with 
and he has some sort of a team there. Yeah, I, I think he's going he's going he's going to blow it out by double digits. I think it's going to be double digits. I think it's going to be fifteen, maybe fifteen, twenty points. That he's going to be Bernie Sanders mm -hmm. in, in Michigan. I think it's you know people in Michigan have not forgot mm -hmm. the bailout. They mm -hmm. have not forgot. You know, a number of things that the Obama administration went up there and did and helped out Michigan. It's going to have a hard, you're going to have a hard, you know, people, love people don't want to lose their jobs. Mm -hmm. People don't want to get rid of big corporations that are actually paying them money. And yeah, they should mm -hmm. pay them more. But the unions are not going to get behind Bernie and this health care plan mm -hmm. that he had because they're scared of it. Mm -hmm. He wins by 20, 25 points. Mm -hmm. What's the Absolutely. next state? What's the next state? Next state. Mississippi. Mississippi. Um, oh, my God. I mean, it's a blowout. I think, I think, he, I think, Biden, I think uh, Bernie under, underperformed in Mississippi of all the all minority, majority, majority minority states. I think mm -hmm. he did worse in Mississippi. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of it had to do with the Mississippi burning hashtag, which they, which they still think is quite clever. Mm -hmm. um, and I, but I think um, there's also this idea that they can, like, pick off black people from the community by, like, bringing up Anita Hill or something like that. Um, again, and it goes back to this is all baked into who is, you know, we know Joe. Mm. So I think uh, Mississippi is not going to go well for Bernie Sanders. What else is coming up? Mississippi, you got Mississippi? What you think about Mississippi? I think, I, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if he got closed out. <laughs> so, so you're looking at 30 points? Yes. 30 points? What do you think? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he blamed Obama. Is Mississippi, is Mississippi open, open um, primary? Right, that was open primary, and people went in and vote for Joe Biden. Republicans because they didn't like Bernie Sanders. You know, they argued when they when uniquely commissioned that they should all be open states. Uh -huh. So that would be interesting if he got. Um, this is why. This is 100% why. That's, that's, so the Republicans could cross over. I mean, he benefits from this. Republicans benefit from this. Yep. If you think this wasn't part of part of it, mm -hmm. demanding open primaries. And they even knew. I um, tweeted one of the union commissioners. I said, don't you understand that they don't have an incumbent? And because they sent people over to vote in our uh, Indiana primary and yeah, the West Virginia exactly. primary yeah, right, because right. Trump already had it. And the exit polls show that it was more than the margin. And I mm. pointed this out to one of the union commissioners. Over 43%. She, she said, yeah, people have mentioned that, but, you know, we don't think that's a problem. And I have it on Twitter. I have a screenshot of her saying that. So, like, they knew going in that this was. They thought, but they thought it benefited them. Right. And so and they wanted point. to put everything in the rules. It's about bringing people that, into the party. It's about yeah. bringing people in to vote for Bernie to mess, mess things up. Well, let's mm -hmm. get back to the point. point. The point is what? Mm -hmm. Democratic primary. Mm -hmm. Former vice president saying it should be a Democrat, that you should elect a real Democrat. Right. He's a real Democrat in the party. I so here's the, here's the million dollar question, and I keep asking Bernie. Did you say million dollar question? Yes. I keep, That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money because <laughs> Alan, it's a little something, something. You go a little higher. A little something. <laughs> what do Berners, or Bernie Sanders supporters, I'm sorry, expect from Democrats if they make them the enemy? And here in the um, polls have showed Bernie is losing by 20%, mm -hmm. by 30%, and sometimes even 50% of people who consider themselves a loyal Democrat. Mm -hmm. So how are you working against the party 
and trying to be head of it. Well, and it's not going to work. And I think that um, you know he tried to do this before, and it was kind of there was so many so much going on that that was kind of less of you know people were like oh well quit leaving him out just as an independent like it kind of worked for him. Mm -hmm. When we try to be like hey you're not a Democrat like I even read an article I was like stop saying that that's not the point. Mm -hmm. He's not a Democrat because he doesn't share our values is what we should be saying. Mm -hmm. But now like as you said um, he. I'll give you an example. So in Iowa, in the Iowa caucuses, you're in a small room of people, and everybody goes and stands in their corner by their candidate, and if you don't get viability, then you go and stand in another corner with someone who was. So the Bernie people were clapping and cheering when people weren't viable, and then couldn't figure out why they wouldn't come caucus with them. So my point is you can't, like, you know, they're making fun of the Buttigieg people. Like, these people are not going to come to you if you're insulting their first choice, or if you're okay. making them, or if you're saying... I mean, they're 30% of the party maybe are supporting Bernie Sanders, and he's telling everybody else, we don't need you, we don't want you, we're taking over your party. So why would anybody support him? Why would why anyone would want him to... Mm -hmm. well, well, hold that thought. We'll be right back. Mm -hmm. All, right. <laughs> All right, we're back with my good friends Sally Albright and Chris Randolph, and we're here to phenomenal, strong women that understand the democratic politics, but more importantly, national politics. Mm. So, you know, we're going back to this, uh, the virus that's now, coronavirus that's, that's going on, right? Mm -hmm. Will this affect the election if it continues to move in a direction? We just, you know, we just got a tweet. I mean, not a tweet, but it's got a text from my godson who works for Pinterest, and mm -hmm. he said that they're now closed down and definitely everyone's working from home. Mm -hmm. There's two possible, it's already started to affect the can campaigns. Um, Rachel Maddow on television last night was asking um, Senator Sanders about his pandemic response and he kept trying to pivot to the um, inequities healthcare. and in healthcare, and it didn't really resonate because this is a different kind of healthcare issue. This mm -hmm. is a pandemic response. This is either going to be his Katrina moment or um, the moment of where Giuliani was able to capitalize the 9 11 moment. There's mm -hmm. only two possible moments that a president and a presidential candidate can have. Mm -hmm. So, is the president going to rise to the moment? And will Joe Biden be seen as an alternative or vice versa? Is that, now, now, Sally, that's a good point yeah. because the point comes down to he's still the president of the United States, right? right. So and he has the ability to throw all resources. He has absolutely. the ability to use the entire United States government mm -hmm. to try to that's tackle this bare problem. bare minimum. That's the United States resources. That's not Donald Trump's resources. That's the bare minimum any, any president's going to be able to do. What I want to say is this: um, We just you just got the text about Pinterest, and we're just starting to hear about closing schools and the muskets. I think even a week from now, we're going to be having a completely different conversation about the coronavirus. I agree. And a month from now, we don't know what's going to happen. Like this could just be, you know, it could pass out. We, we could say, oh well, you know, that worked out okay. Mm -hmm. But we, right now, nobody knows what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. We're not getting good information from the president. We're mm -hmm. all getting our, our information from other sources mm -hmm. because we can't. We I think everybody knows you can't trust the president because he's not even trying to. Pretend he's operating like with, with facts out there. He when he disputes the World Health Organization's numbers, and you can see the numbers right there. Mm -hmm. So my point is, I don't think that there's any way to know how this is going to go. But just being like, oh, he has the resources. Of the, he has the resources of the government to to fight this. Well, any president would have that. So it yeah. takes more. Yeah, but but but, but, I, but I have to say this though, mm -hmm. <laughs> and. Because I know you guys are such huge Democrats. <laughs> I mean, you guys just no. You, know, you, you guys can look at 1980 and 1992. No, let's, let's look at a crisis took place in mm -hmm. New York mm -hmm. when the when the towers came down. Yep. There was a response. Mm -hmm. The response happened to be the correct response. Yep. 
that correct response lifted the mayor of New York at that time. Very much so. To, right? So this president has the ability, whatever mistakes took place for the last week, to correct that and to stand up to this virus mm -hmm. and attack it in such a way that it could be a Giuliani moment. It can yes, be. I mean, it can be. Now, you can pull that off more power to him. Now, the question is that <laughs> people may not believe that he has it in him to do that, but he could do that. I just don't know that he if wants he, to. If he does that, is it over for the Democrats? It's never over. There's two times we've is it taken over? out. How do you come we've, back from we've, that? we've taken out a, a sitting president in 1992 and 1980, and, mm -hmm. and one of those reasons was a perceived lack of good handling of a crisis, mm -hmm. um, which was the Iran Contra in 1980. But it was a, it was it was a, they didn't handle it properly. Right. I mean, I mean, they didn't handle it. I mean, mm -hmm. we, I don't think we ever. I don't think Democratic think Party's ever taken someone out saying, that actually he, handled. What if he knocks us out of the park? What if he knocks us out of the park? Is it, is it well, over? Then, I mean, I, the, we'd have to. I mean, if is he it? does, then we will have a conversation about that. I just don't see it. You don't and, believe it. You no, just don't I don't. Believe see, I, don't I don't think he has the. I mean, I don't want to say nice things about Rudy Giuliani, but he was a good politician. Like he handled it. Like he knew what he was doing. Like he did. Like people who don't remember 9/11 or could be horrified that I say this, but not Julia. Julia did a good job. George Bush did a good job. They had the political skills. They had the people. They, they knew what they were doing. They knew what they were supposed to do, and they they did it. I don't think Trump can do any of that. Okay. So as we end, mm -hmm. uh, you know, because you, you know, we will soon. Well, the good thing that's going to be my well, quote. Well, so I hope it loves Giuliani. <laughs> so, but, but let, let me also say this, which I think is important. But th things, mm -hmm. some things transcend party right. and politics. This 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 transcends this transcends political. I want everyone to be safe. I want, exactly. them, I want this administration right. to do the right thing. I want them to step up the table. I want yeah. them to make sure that every American is safe, mm -hmm. that we use all the resources necessary mm -hmm. to keep, you know, and everyone says that until there's someone in their family that's over there dealing with it, right? right. That's how this, that's this kind of yeah, works, right? right? Oh, yeah. And so I exactly. hope he does, right? And, and I'm, I'm rooting and I'm for the economy. I'm right. rooting for him to do well because the impact, if something happens, is not something you want. And people say, well, we need a, a worse economy for Democrats. No, I'm not rooting against the economy. No. We're Americans first, and we want these people to rise to the occasion. Well, well with that being said, look, we're out of time. But mm -hmm. look, I want to, Sally, I want to thank you for coming by. We'll definitely have you back on the 2020. This has been Enjoy awesome. It. Chris, it's always good mm -hmm. to see you. Get your insights. Get your insights. We're actually doing a you know, always real talk public health sector mm -hmm. section that we actually started to work on that we're doing. Mm -hmm. Maternal health is going to be a big issue. There are a lot of you know women that are having that's a big issue mm -hmm. that's, that's taking place. We'll be talking about that. The coronavirus. We'll be talking about that. Um, it's good to have you both on. Hey, it's always real talk, so you know it's going to be real. <laughs>